Jesus' teaching about humility takes on a whole new aspect when we look at it through the lens of the heavenly banquet presented to us in the letter to the Hebrews. In the gospel, Jesus had been invited to the home of one of the leading citizens and addressed his parable to his fellow guests as they themselves were looking for that place of honor at the table. It was as if the Lord was holding up a mirror to their behavior and saying to them, really, really? He's showing them how ridiculous their own behavior is. In contrast, the letter to the Hebrews tells us, you have approached Mount Zion and the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. These two realities are worlds apart. One is very banal and even comical, even funny in its own way, while the other is beyond anything we could ever have imagined, certainly more than we've ever experienced. But the author did not propose this invitation as something in the future, but something that was occurring in the present. We have already approached Mount Zion in the city of the living God. We have already are among countless hosts of angels. We are standing now in the assembly of the firstborn enrolled in heaven. We are not worthy to be at the Lord's banquet, not one of us. Each of us are like those guests that Jesus was pointing out, seeking out those things that aren't ours to have, even though we think we deserve them, all the while ignoring other people's needs and ways that they are indeed superior to us. We cannot presume to approach the Lord's table on our own merits. But Jesus knows this and invites us anyway and treats us like honored guests. It is a manifestation of his ineffable mercy. The hands of Jesus still bearing the wounds of the cross invite us to enter into the city. Extending his pierced hands, he said to us, my friend, please move to a higher position. After having this experience of being lifted up, honored, and nourished by our divine host, we then go out into the world and imitate his humility. St. Paul echoed this in his letter to the Philippians. Do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking not to his own interest, but everyone for those of others. The Lord's invitation to heaven began not when we first became believers, but when we were first conceived. Acknowledging our own life and the life of every other human being as a gift from God disposes us to humbly accept one another as brothers and sisters, as fellow citizens of the heavenly Jerusalem. 
and we are called by our actions and by our words to be messengers of that heavenly Jerusalem by being joyful missionaries of the gospel of life. All the wonderful works of mercy that the church offers is an invitation to the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind to come to the table prepared for them by God. And we affirm all of our endeavors to support God's beautiful gift of life by rejecting the vain pursuits that seek to deny that gift to others, particularly the unborn. Proposition 1 on the coming November ballot seeks to put the practice of abortion into our state constitution. It will use taxpayer money to abort a child even up to the moment of birth. We as Californians should say no to and should reject this double-down assault on the gift of unborn human life, which disproportionately affects the poor and minorities. So please educate yourselves on this crucial ballot measure. Let's say no to the expansion of ending children's lives in the womb and say yes to the unique gift that every Californian is and has been given. The church's numerous charitable works invite many poor and vulnerable to the table. Today, as we've been announcing the last couple of weeks, we will learn about a very worthwhile ministry, the Gabriel Project, which seeks to offer material, spiritual, and other support to pregnant women and families expecting children. The goal is to allow those children to be brought safely to birth and to give their families the support they need for their flourishing in their earliest years of life. We will hear more about that after communion. And you will have the opportunity to sign up after Mass if you feel called to this ministry. At this and every Mass, the prophetic vision of the heavenly Jerusalem is made present to us under sacramental signs. When the members of the body of Christ gather for the sacrifice of the Mass, it is the Lord Jesus himself who is our host. He himself invites us to enter into the city of the living God by our partaking of his precious body and blood offered on the altar of the cross. We hear that invitation just before Holy Communion when the priest says, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. And you reply with those familiar words that echo, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. When we acknowledge our very real unworthiness before our Lord, rather than being humiliated and rejected, we are essentially told, my friend, please come up higher. Each of us, as individuals and members of Christ's body, are brought closer to the full realization of the new and heavenly Jerusalem, to that glorious festal gathering that will have no end each time we say amen 
to the Lord coming to us in the Eucharist and to go out and to share that gift of infinite divine life with others.